You're probably wondering, like me, when should I write my progress note? Do I do it in the session with a client? Do I do it immediately after the session? Or do I wait till the weekend, like most people? <laughs> or do I even wait three or four months, which some people do too? Well, guess what? Tonight, I'm gonna end the debate. Welcome to the Dark Side of Therapy, the show where we help new clinicians and new graduates navigate the field, have the best career possible. And tonight, if you're a new clinician, you're really going to want to pay attention because there's a debate out there that I'm getting tired of, and it's the debate regarding progress notes or process notes. Now, if you don't know what a progress note is, it's basically a note that summarizes what you did after every single therapy session. I did some loose math and uh, I think I've written about 45,000 in my career. That's just my loose number based on my last year's note writing. It could be more than that, which is really scary. Now in your progress note, you have several main areas. One is what happened during the session. The other one is the client's response. Okay, how did the client respond to what you were doing? Typically you're going to have a plan. What are we doing next week? You're going to have a return time. You might also have uh, a, a bit of a mental status exam. Was my client alert, oriented? And a good progress note will also have a suicide screening, which is basically saying, okay, if you're not suicidal, we're okay there, okay? We don't make a huge issue out of it, but we should ask people, where are you at? Um, because you need to catch those things. But a good progress note will have all those dimensions to it. Now, I was in my supervision group the other day, and somebody had uh, come in, they'd been to a training, where the supervisor was adamant, I mean adamant, that you do not write your progress note in the session with the client. Now, I'm a very curious person, so I asked the supervisee, and what evidence did they give for why this is a bad thing? And the supervisor said, or the supervisee said that the supervisor said, if you do this, you shortchange the client. Clients don't like when you do this. So I went into my analysis here and I realized, okay, I understand not wanting to take away time from a client. But if you've paid attention, everything these days is focused on the client-centered therapist. What is the therapist doing to get the client to be part of the process. Now, I can't think of a better way to get the client to be part of the process than by including them in the progress note at the end of the session. Because guess what? Every therapist ought to be doing something with the client that summarizes the session. How did it go? Did we miss anything? What is the big takeaway? If you're not doing that, I encourage you to do so because client feedback is very, very, very important. So what better way to do that than to write the note together? Now, as you're listening to this, you might be thinking, well, you're going to be typing and that's distracting. Yeah, it could be, but I'm going to be typing and talking and gathering feedback. Well, we're not talking about therapy anymore. Correct, we're not. The session is over. Now we're evaluating. How did it go? Now, I don't know about you. But when I'm writing a progress note, if I can get a client that says to me, this session sucked, or this session was terrible, that's a lot more powerful than me making the assumption 
the session went better than it actually did. So the flip side of this is going to be again, well, it does take away from some of the time. Okay, let's grant that. It does take away some of the time. Uh, but again, I'm going to challenge that with what were you going to do with that time? Because the danger is we might start a new topic, uh, have to leave off and not get back to it. Writing the progress note with a client is a great way, again, to end the session to say, you know what, we're done. We're going to evaluate. Now, if you don't set this up with the client in the beginning, this can go badly. If you just one day say, you know what, we're going to write the note together, the client's probably going to go, huh? We're going to do what? But if you, in the beginning of your therapy, say, one of the things I really want to do with you is garner your feedback, and so we're going to write the note together, most clients are going to say, fine, I don't know because I've done it. I've had relatively few problems. The other thing, too, and this is going to be my let's be selfish as therapist here, if you've got a 28-client day, or I know people that are working 35 uh, client hours a week, which to me is un unbearable. I don't know how that's done. If you wait until the end of the week to do all your notes, you're writing fiction. You're writing fiction. And if you wait months to do it, you're really writing fiction. And it is not ethical to turn in a note where you have lied or misrepresented something. I'm not saying you're doing it on purpose, but if you wait until the end of the week, I just don't know how your memory can be as sharp. Uh, the research is out there. Our memories aren't very good anyway. So the closer you can write the note to the time you did the session, the better off you're going to be. So even if you don't write it with your client, leave some time between sessions so you can do your note. Now, if anybody wants to debate this with me, I welcome it because I feel like, again, being a lifelong learner, I need to be open to the other ways people do things as well, supervisors as well as supervisees. But to give you the easiest route to get it done so that you're not doing this stuff midnight on Sunday, do it with your client, get permission first, and do it in such a way that you garner genuine feedback. Because that's the most important part of the work you're doing, is what is their feedback to the session. So, again, please comment, please like, please subscribe. Uh, Dark Side of Therapy, Eric Nance. We'll see